another episode of airing it out i have no idea what season i don't have no clue what episode we're on dave it has been a hot minute since we have done an airing it out bringing in my co-host dr david drew dave surprise here we're we not are. we're not dead we're, we're not, not dead, dead. <laughs> we were canceled we, no we weren't canceled either we, were we, we suspended just, we did were we, uh we were we something wrong uh, we were um victims of the writer strike <laughs> we were still in negotiations with our agents and our production company and now we are back we are <laughs> we're back, back. <laughs> what really um i'm gonna ask you just an initial question here what season is this five still are we what year are we in? still season five <laughs> i believe this is episode four uh-huh. for those keeping track at home I, it's week the, 13 of the league I think it's week 13. Did I you win the league yet? You did not win the league yet. Oh. Yet. You did not win it yet, but there's a chance. Well, uh, there's a there's a tiny, tiny, tiny chance. Listen, whoever plays me in the playoffs, should I make the playoffs? You're gonna win. <laughs> well, if the last time we met, which was week five, yeah, right before week five, wow. was week any indication right now. We're week 13. Wow. So two months. We were on a two-month hiatus. Um, yep, writer strike. Uh, if that week is any indication, the Hugo Middle Fingers beat you ninety-two and a half to eighty-three and a half that week. <laughs> well, we really had turned things around since then. This week, I lost one hundred and seventy to seventy-one. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Before we get into some of the finer points of fantasy football, we should probably just remind everybody what the records are, because I don't think anyone knows. Because we haven't been telling yeah. anybody what the records are. I know, I know. Is anybody really paying attention to that stuff? I guess oh. they probably are. <laughs> well, supposedly now. All right, listen, listen. We heard you, fans. We did hear you. We owe you an apology. Yes, we do. And I say fans. We should say fan. Though I'm, allegedly, Tim's got his coworkers listening to this now because he wants people to be able to roast him at work, which is a weird, like masochistic thing. But hey, Tim's into some weird stuff so you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> figure it's like his work people we can't talk about his you know yeah stuff. and we love the subtle hints like you know like matt said you know the the uh the, the uh, ai generated oh yeah uh, the the um was putting the chat, ai GPT? and aio yeah. hey yeah. i just happened to put in this uh topics for aio to see what would come up <laughs> maybe that's we got what- it that was the problem. That's why we were on the writer's strike is we didn't have the AI protections that we needed in our contract. So right. in See? that time, we probably could have been replaced by AI. AI, AI, O. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. How did you get there so fast? Ah, uh, you know, it's a stupid sponge brain. It's, it is not good. Um, or, or it's good either way. All right. So listen, let's, let's talk about the standings that we're going first here standings. First. Yeah. All right. So, so can I talk about my favorite team? I mean, the number one team in the league, the one that you have the Jersey for, I want to get the Jersey for Boston gang stuff. Just tearing up the league, just tearing up the league. And honestly, it's Christian McCaffrey. That guy is nuts, but Boston gang stuff. First place. Clinched, it's a little done deal. It is clinched. He is the first place. Bye week is locked in, as we say every season on this stupid thing. But yes, you're right. I'm pretty sure it's entirely thanks to uh to to one CMC. Yeah, he is really that guy. Watching that guy play football is fun. Well, you and I were talking about it yesterday, right? The San Francisco 49ers just call different plays. Now they can't seem to do that in the big games, but they do yeah. just call different plays. They're a, they are yeah. an interesting team well, to watch. I think they're building their big game uh, uh, stamina a little bit. I mean, coming through Dallas, coming through Philly, um, I think they somebody else. I think big time they beat like so. Maybe they're maybe they're working through it and they got some maturity in them, but. Um, I just, you know, I was talking to my dad yesterday. I know this is a really big tangent right now, but the San Francisco 49ers, um, much like Philadelphia, I suppose, when does the other shoe drop? Like, when do those players either have contracts that are too big or they go into some sort of weird, like the Rams, I guess. Like, what I feel as though, I know they draft really well, but I don't know, they got a lot of players in that team. It's got to, the other shoe's got to drop at some point. Yeah, I mean, and, and he's like the, 
he's the stop is the perfect example of that right like Kyron williams is like comes out of the woodwork now gets some 32 points this week he's the number eight overall running back i mean cam Akers was projected to be the guy there he falls out of favor and of course another running back just falls into stav's lap you know it's just um i mean to be fair he was drafted he was already on the team um yeah. you know uh so it's a bummer. I don't, that, I don't get that lucky with my running backs. He was on my he was on my team and I dropped him in the I think maybe it was the free agency poll. Either I dropped him or it was a free agency poll. I forget. Oh, wow. But who would have thought? Who would well, have you, thought? Well, you probably. It so, is a it is a big problem. So the Boston Gang stuff, number one overall. Having a great season. Having a great having season. Great season. Uh though, you know, from a point scoring perspective, he's only in second place with the points four, which is interesting. He has the least. No one shows up against Stav. Let's just put it that way. No one, he has 1,217 points against him. He's got 1,543 form. He's got more points than he needs, obviously. But the next nearest neighbor is 1,273, and that's Girl Dad, right, for low scoring against him. Yeah, yeah. So he's gotten very favorable matchups. It's uh, it's unfortunate, guys. We got to we got to do a better job. If we want to stop thinking Stav well, is going to get the really, first week. Just to spuck into the, spuck into the grid here. Once you get sure. to the... Once you get to the playoffs, it's all different. All right. And then maybe a little surprising, but not totally surprising. The no luck literally is sitting in second place at eight and four. Uh, not yeah. locked in yet. Um, really not locked in. Followed by uh so those would be the two by seeds if the season were to end today. No, yeah. spoiler alert, it well, does end in. next week. He's at least in. Ray is in the playoffs for yeah. sure. Uh, the rest of the teams are not locked in yet, though, with some of the results that are coming out this week, they will be locked in. Um, team Penna and, and my team, the Mansfield Tims are, uh, feel to have five losses. You know, it doesn't feel great though. So, <laughs> you know what? I, I have the most points scored for, I had, I lost some pretty big weeks, like where I scored a lot of points. The other person scored a lot of points. Yeah. But like my depth, we talk about my depth a lot. My depth has really been tested and now I'm finally getting everybody back again. Right. Justin Jefferson's yeah. coming back and D- Devon a chain's back. Like, feeling a little better right now than I was. Although a tank Dell, which really was my foundation that got me through the last few weeks with a few wins uh, is out for the season. Now broken fibula is what they said. Oh, it happened this weekend. It happened. Yeah. He like was in the, in the scrum to push Damian Pierce across the goal line. Uh, Oh, that's stupid play. I know it's a stupid play. Um, So followed by, and this is probably the most consequential when we talk about this week, is the Goodwill Punting Upstate Masters and the Girl Dad are all sitting at six and six. It is looking like the Cuga Middle Fingers are going to win this week. And so he's sitting at five and seven as the number eighth team overall. So the four of you, there's a chance, I believe, right now that it could all end at uh, you all could be six and seven because you're losing currently right now. Goodwill punting is looking like they're going to lose the Cuban middle finger. So there's three at six and seven right now. No luck. Literally and girl dad are, are playing each other. We're doing this on Monday, right? So we're in between games, but the no luck literally is at 122 and girl dad's at 105 with girl dad having three to play, including Jamar chase tonight. Um, he also has Logan Wilson, who's a linebacker. And then he also has Joe Mixon versus uh the Bengals defense so for ray and he's down by 17 so there's a real chance patrick could win here that would be huge um i'm rooting for patrick here because i think it's the only chance that i have to make it to the second round or the first round by um but and i think uh penna would be too as well but yeah so and then as we we missed this because we were, were on hiatus, but the battle of the bottoms, um, porn withstanding, um, <laughs> oh, between um, the Kew Garden Bulldogs and the Davis Square Hipsters. Currently, the Davis Square Hipster, the Kew Garden Bulldogs, do have the number one overall pick in the draft next year. Um, however, should something happen where they end up tying at the end of this week or next week, I believe the battle of the bottoms might settle the tiebreaker. Uh, which was, if if I remember correctly, I think back in week six. Was it week six? Yeah, where K, KGB beat Davis Square Hipsters 112 to 100.5. So that could have a pretty big bearing 
on the on the outcome of the the first overall draft pick. Now, mind you, I think they might play each other again. Nope, nope, oh, no. Girl yeah, KGB's playing. Uh, yeah, yeah. No luck, literally. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, battle of the bottoms could come back to haunt you. Unclear. Um, although it looks like the Davis Square hipsters might be winning this week, so we'll see. Penna's got to come up with twenty points from who's he got playing tonight this is not a good week this is a big week with buys like big players right bills are out vikings are out the giants the giants oh wait oh (laughs) uh oh he's got uh travis etienne jr tonight who's questionable to play but if you can get 21 from him he'll beat the davis square hipsters otherwise tim nope he's been eliminated there's no chance he can't get in he's been eliminated Oh yes, he's out. Yes, he is yes. done and done. So that's where we are. Uh, I I don't think it's all that different from when we last talked. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we didn't do it for for two months. There was no need. We didn't have any updates. I think the biggest difference here is maybe maybe you and you Penn and Ray, in a way, you know, maybe maybe a couple surprises in there. Maybe surprised that you've lost five, but have the most points four you know yeah i mean i will say i think this is probably a good example of parity in the league in some ways like i obviously stop sitting at 10 and 2 but there's some luck involved with that right because i mean yes he has a lot of points for but he's had very few points scored for yeah the rest of us are sitting eight and four seven and five six and six five and seven so that's seven out of the 10 teams are right there six out of 10 are right around, hovering right around 500 that's pretty good parody for a league. I think, I think that that goes yeah. to show some of the, it could be that it, it shows like good drafting and like balancing with time with what we've been doing. It also could be the vast amount of injuries that have happened over the yeah, last yeah. eight weeks. Um, you know, Maybe, was a transition. Maybe we talk about some of these trades that occurred. So throughout the season here, not, not many, but some, right. I mean, some yeah. good ones. There were some good ones. So back in, uh, Back in November, November 14th, I think, Cuga Middlefingers made a move. Made a move. Yeah. Probably for a little bit with this veteran protection, the the Sieber bylaw, as we're calling it. <laughs> Wait till next year. <laughs> bylaw two. Uh trades his first overall pick, first round pick, um, in 2024 to the Q Garden Bulldogs for Cooper Cup, which has paid off a little bit i think cooper cup had a good week this week he hasn't had many great weeks since the trade um though somewhere in there like matthew stafford hurt his his uh thumb um he wasn't throwing the ball all that well so it looked like there was a little more volume going to cooper cup he finally got a touchdown this week so maybe it's gonna be good i mean again it's for dynasty so it's another good wide receiver um for for kevin to be able to slot in there for sure (laughs) it's funny what did he what did he give up again for just his first round pick in 2024 pick. um it's funny because matt i think has been was hanging cooper cup out there quite a bit through the season he asked me a couple of times we, we always had a deal going for cooper cup as well so um cooper cup's a tough one because he he had the one anomaly year which was super and he's a great wide receiver um i i don't know if it's because of his injury or maybe the team just, just struggled a bit um i wanted him to be a little bit better um than he has been yeah yeah no i think um i think this year's been kind of a weird anomaly obviously he's coming off that big injury but yeah been a little funky so if we you know in addition um so that would be like as it is right now matt would be potentially looking at two top three picks in next year's draft yeah that's pretty big yeah um there also was uh, in terms of draft picks next year. So penetrated, uh, there was a 2024 second round pick for Kareem Hunt. Um, that, that trade went through. Uh, and then I don't know if this happened before the last time we met, but uh, I had traded with Patrick for Hunter Henry. Um, and I got his 2024 and 2025 second round picks. And that's how you got CJ Stroud. Now that trade has really worked out for Patrick this year yeah right yeah. big 
big uh, yeah. value. Well, anybody who there. took a gamble on, on any of those Houston players is winning right now. I feel like, you know, because they're they're playing great and they're fun to watch and there's the new resurgence there. And so, I think there are some surprise people. You were mentioned earlier um, from Stav, right? Stav. Oh, no, yep. Yeah. So it's kind of. Anyways, it's kind of it's fun. I'm glad I'm glad that Houston's coming up for all of us in some form. Yeah, even like Dalton Schultz, for example, right? We that was a pre uh pre well post draft but preseason trade where I sent Dalton Schultz to Kevin. And Dalton Schultz has been a pretty solid play yeah, this year. Yeah. Um and then I guess so in addition, as a part of the CJ Stroud pick, uh picks that I got, Patrick and I started we we pulled off a trade right at the deadline. Um, yeah. this past week. So, um, that was kind of fun. We, uh, I reached out to Patrick and cause he said, you know, he wanted to trade. Um, he said, say, or he said, uh, Aaron Rodgers was on the trade block. Cause the big news was that Aaron Rodgers is coming off the IR. He's been activated from the IR and intends to be active before the end of the regular season to play again for the jets. Um, and so, which is funny, but, uh, so I made a move to bring Aaron Rodgers back home to the Mansfield Tims. <laughs> back to where it all began. This is, are you, this is for his retirement or what? For his retirement. You know, you got to bring him back. Aaron Rodgers, the... I'll tell you, if I were him, I wouldn't play behind that offensive line ever. <laughs> yeah, you got to put the, you know, you got to bring him back, put the jersey up on the wall. You got to do the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. So I, I figured signed, I'd bring him back. He's a one-day deal with you. One-day deal. We'll see if it works. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it kind of started. We, uh, I had offered Aaron, I went Packers for Packers. I offered Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and a 2025 second round pick for Aaron Rodgers and Saquon Barkley. And so this may be shocking, but along the way, Derek Henry was actually offered to Patrick as a part of a trade package. Um, now, mind you, it was a pretty big trade package. So it was going to just be Derek Henry flat out for Aaron Rodgers, Saquon Barkley, and Jamar Chase. Um, no picks trading hands. And I think Patrick thought about it for a hot second. I think you have to when a name like Derrick Henry is floated out there. I think you got to. Um, and then Derrick Henry had a great week this week, though. Now he's in the concussion he protocol. Yeah, he did. Uh, and he ended up coming back and saying, well, you know, actually, how about um, I need a different running back. I, I want different running backs. So I was like, Damian Pierce and <laughs> Devin Singletary. <laughs> uh, and he was like, no, no way. Um, and so he came back with Rashad White uh, for... Aaron Rodgers and Saquon Barkley and a pick. And so I thought about just upgrading his second round pick that I had from him to a first round pick. So that's where we are. So that was the big trade alert at the trade deadline. Not a ton of activity right before the trade deadline, but um, we had quite a bit of activity throughout the year. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. 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 And I think the protection is, is neat. I mean, it does allow you to kind of think about that trade a little bit and protect the veteran player, like getting Saquon and Aaron Rodgers. You, maybe you'll have to make a choice, but um that's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, I figured they, they both have question marks, right? Aaron Rodgers may not play next year. Um, Saquon Barkley, who knows what team he'll be on next year, right? Will he be yeah. a giant? Will he not be a giant? Who knows? Um, well, maybe he's not a giant. That'll be better for him. Yeah, he, if he were smart, he would not be a giant. <laughs> right. But I, I, that definitely the fact that I could protect one of those players uh, is adds value. Yeah. For that trade. So yeah. um, that's why I was thinking about grabbing one. Um, all right. So we kind of broke down the uh, where we were with the standings. Um, so we've got a real possibility here for like a four team shootout for like the last two slots of the play playoffs, potentially even the last slot of the playoffs. Um, so I, I guess, you know, maybe we should break down who those who those teams are a little bit and see how they're doing. Yeah, so it's so you're, you're thinking more like here you go, middle fingers, girl dad, upstate masters, and goodwill punting. Goodwill punting. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll start with the goodwill punting. I mean, the goodwill punting. Tom's team has been like this weird anomaly of a team, right? Like it's currently losing one forty-one to seventy-one and a half against the Cougar Middle Fingers, but last week he beats you one twenty-eight to ninety-two, and I think where he had had a lot of success early on with Bijan Robinson and. um you know, I think what he got most hurt by is his quarterbacks, right? He'd finally gotten a little stability with Kirk Cousins, and then Kirk Cousins goes down, right? Um, and now, I mean, he's starting Will Levis, which he's had a few flashes of good, but 
you know, his other options are Mac Jones or Jacoby Brissett. That's not great. <laughs> Those are not good. Or ones. Zach Wilson. That's you even worse. Clear that roster spots with Mac Jones and Jacoby Brissett, especially Mac Jones. Just clear the roster spot. He's over. It's done. He sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a little tough for him to win with uh, with that as a quarterback situation. I think the the way that he's really gotten here is the Cowboys defense, which is playing better. It has more points scored than Will Levis for the season. <laughs> has more points scored than Bijan Robinson. Right, 131 points for the Cowboys defense this season. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Except for when they played Seattle and like lost four. It's crazy. They, I mean, they actually have one, two. What an inconsistent defense. They have four weeks with negative points, and then like the rest of them, they're like low watermark is eight, but it's like 14, 37, 15, 27, 14, 21, 16. Those are crazy points from a defense. Well, it's nuts. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I feel like of all of these teams, the Goodwill Hunting may be in the worst position to to make a run here. What do you think? Yeah, I think. You're, I mean, I think you're right. Even even so, Bijan Robinson. I I you know I've tracked his season a little bit, and obviously he was off to a great start, and then it got kind of weird in there, and then he sat at some point or only played a few plays. <laughs> I think that coach is getting fired in Atlanta. I don't think that's going to last very long after one year. He he definitely is rebounding. I mean, at least the one thing about B. John Robinson, he's good for some points for sure. And then Najee Harris is always a tough, he's always a tough fantasy guy. Like you don't know what you're going to get either way. It could go up. It could go down. Depends on what Pittsburgh's doing that way. I'm I'm also not a, a, um, a Pickett fan. Um, Kyle Pickett? No. Uh, Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. Kenny Pickett. Oh yeah. Kenny. <laughs> Not, I don't, he's, I don't know. I had to play him. I think the week I might've lost to your brother. Maybe I think I had to play him because I was a Patrick Mahomes on a bye and I didn't have anybody else. And he didn't, he didn't do me any favors. I'll tell you that I had a pretty good week actually with everybody else, except for my quarterback. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I, so I think you're right. And Will Levis, yeah, just a rookie kind of just doing his thing. I, I don't know. That's kind of interesting what they have going on down there in Tennessee. But, um, I mean, I listen, I, I, I don't feel super confident in my team these days. And so I can't really uh, hate on Tom. Tom, you probably beat me. <laughs> I just, in the worst, I've decided on the worst fantasy football player. <laughs> I need fantasy football to be like now to like April. I'm a little, a little more, my mind's a little more clear. <laughs> yeah. This is, I mean, less distracted after October, right? For sure. Yeah. Less distracted after November. I yeah. mean, so. Speaking of hating on teams, let's talk about your team now. So <laughs> let's talk about my team. Let's I mean, talk about my team. I don't, I, I feel like your team is underperforming in some ways. Like, I don't know. Like, obviously, you, James Conner got hurt. I think the biggest question mark for your team has been Jameer Gibbs. It's like he has these yeah. like big games and he has nothing. Yeah. And then he has these big games and he has nothing. And like, yeah, yeah. And I guess David Montgomery coming back two weeks ago, really, because he had like four weeks, right? He went, yeah. Week seven through 11, he was 17, 24, 22, and 14 points. And then David Montgomery came back, right? And now he's got six and six, no yeah. touchdowns, right? So David Montgomery, and it happened during the game yesterday as well. Like David Montgomery is just vulturing the touchdowns away from him. Yeah, yeah. The other one is, you know, Jonathan um, Taylor, he uh, came back from his whatever was going on yep. late and then um, and now he's out and so, playing yeah, good. He's, yeah. He's been up and down. So that hasn't really helped. My running backs have not super helped me. And then um, James Cook is another one. Oh, James Cook is like literally the worst running back in fantasy football. Like he, he is just, I don't know. I, I've seen him drop too many passes. And I mean, the whole, the whole Buffalo Bills side of the shop right now is a weird, that's a weird land over there. <laughs> I mean, we've said this before. The Buffalo Bills play down to their opponents. Look, I yeah. saw the Bills play the Pats live right went to my first pats game yeah very fun very fun to be at gillette um back in week six the they lost to the patriots the patriots are not good this year not right? good at all very uh, bad we've very always bad. said this about the bills they seem to play down to their opponent and it seems to be every week in week out they're playing down to their opponent they just never put teams away and you know they should be able to they have such good yeah. playmakers on their team i think penna even said he's done with them he's like i'm done with this team yeah, I, I mean, I don't blame them. It's very frustrating. And even, I'll be honest with you, even when the Giants played them, the Giants could have won. I mean, it wasn't like it was like a blowout game, but 
They are they are a bipolar team. They sometimes they're great and sometimes they are not. It's very great. very strange. Um, yeah. The other person that on my team too was Garrett Wilson, and I, I again I mentioned to you I was really excited to have him and see where it goes with Aaron Rodgers, and then we ended up you know blah blah blah. We talked about that before, and then finally, I mean, you have said been saying it for a long time because you don't love the Patrick Mahomes, um, but uh, Patrick Mahomes has not had a good season. Um, that offense has been a bit to struggle. I don't want to blame Taylor Swift, but I don't not want to blame it's taylor, taylor swift. swift it's taylor swift yeah yeah 100 so, did you see did you see the picture uh by the way of ryan reynolds and travis kelsey ryan reynolds put his faces on blake lively and taylor swift there's no, like a picture no. of them like hugging it's the most awkward photo i've ever seen in my life <laughs> this was this is like twitter or something uh i think it was on instagram um kate sent it to me <laughs> and i was like i can't unsee this it's it's i'll see if i can pull it up here for the uh for the fans on the uh on the facebook stream yeah here it is here's the picture <laughs> it's look at that <laughs> that is awkward as all awkward <laughs> well so and then i i have not obviously not played my best lineups uh like this is a great there's a better where i have an ir guy and i have nobody playing in one of my spots what is happening i'm like a rookie fantasy that's really funny <laughs> it's awful it's terrifying yeah <laughs> Who does that? So, um, yeah, by the uh, way, you know, uh, like I, I don't ever want to be accused of being a bad commissioner here. I'm like, Jeff, update your damn roster. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been a rough uh, it's been a rough go this fall. So but that's OK. Yeah. Um, I, Listen, I wasn't going to be with anyway. It's 170, 71. I'm not sure what would happen from. <laughs> and I and that's with Tank Dell getting me nothing because he got hurt without getting a target, which is crazy. Yeah. I, I just had a finally a good week. Yeah. Finally, finally. Anyways. But I, I didn't need a good week against you this week. Yeah. I don't know. I think your team. Uh, Look, I think of all of the teams that could show up and like make a little run in the playoffs. I think your team is definitely well, good enough to do it. I like to say this about my team. You know, when when Matt was asking me about possible trades or whatever, and I you know I thought a little bit about it and in, in that like, okay, what could I do to better my team to make, maybe make a playoff run? And this was early in the season, and I felt good about some of my young players. And then as the time season was going, I'm like, you know, I I just I think I'm going to stick and hold my picks. And just get some more young talent because I think I wasn't going to win it all this year. Probably never going to win it all, but I wasn't going to win it all this year. Um, so I, I've sort of this is a strategic move for me in that like I, I didn't really trade anyone around. Like let me, I got to get. I just need more running backs, and I, I for some reason I, I could probably do a little bit more research, but I don't seem to find those sleeper running backs that you and Stav and some others always tend to find. <laughs> so I'm going to keep working on that. I think it's, you know, just kind of following the trends throughout the season and picking up guys when you think there might be a chance and just holding, using yeah, your, yeah. using your bench to your advantage. Like you don't yeah. have to play these guys, but just cycling guys off your bench is yeah. not always a bad yeah. thing. Um, all right. Other dad. team, girl dad, girl dad, the hashtag girl dad. Yeah. I, so here's the deal. I really struggled with whether or not I should trade Patrick anything because I think Patrick's team is a scary team sometimes, especially CJ Stroud is like the number four overall quarterback right now. He's playing quite well. Like his floor is like 25 ish points, 20 points, but he's getting these like weeks where he's just throwing the ball a lot. Um, and so I struggled with whether or not I should trade him, you know, because I was like, I don't really necessarily want to help Patrick get in the playoffs. But one of the big drivers for me to trade him this week was I wanted him to beat Ray. I like, I really wanted to beat Ray. So you did That's, this on purpose. This I kind of did. It was, it did, it did come into part. I also kind of, I just really wanted Aaron Rodgers. And I also thought it'd be fun to have Saquon because I'm, you know, anyway, so I traded Rashad white, which I actually think makes his team better. Cause Rashad white's been having a heck of a year, actually since week seven, he has scored no fewer than nine points in a week, nine, 10, yeah. 23, 16, 11, 11, 16 yesterday. So, He's a good, I think he's a good running back to have. And I think Patrick, you know, the one thing that Patrick did do this year between getting CJ Stroud and now grabbing Rashad White is his team got younger. And I think we were talking about his team. You know, if he's not going to draft, he better start trading for younger players, right? So, yeah. um, and his team really was impacted, right? Joe Burrow's out yeah, for yeah. the year. Mike Williams is out for the year. That just helps you make your uh, lineup choices week in and week out better, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think his team is, can be dangerous. CJ Stroud is, um, you know, playing good football. That team's playing good football. I mean, they're <laughs> remind me a little bit of the Giants of last year, where like I think they're 
over outplaying some of what uh, maybe they're capable of against some of these bigger teams, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, I also heard, I don't know if you heard this or not, but I heard that Frank Wright lost his job in Carolina because the owner wanted CJ Stroud really badly. And then they took Anthony Richardson instead. No, not Anthony Richardson, uh, the, uh, Bryce Young. Oh, Bryce Young. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Wow. Where did Anthony Richardson go? Because Frank Reich used to be for Indy and then got fired because they wanted a different coach. They wanted, uh, what's his name? Um, The old center for uh, Peyton. Jeff Saturday. Yeah, Jeff Saturday. Yeah. 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 Well, anyways, so I guess that's why I lost him. But anyways, so, um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, and Jamar Chase, I think, has underperformed a bit this year as well. Um, So that's... But of course, that's the quarterback situation. So yeah, that's that's definitely yeah. a, well. I mean, even when Joe Burrow was healthy, he had an issue too. But yeah, I think Patrick's a team you don't really want to see in the playoffs. He tends to make the run. You know, he's a good fantasy football player. He plays the right guys week in week out, generally speaking. So yeah, um, it's it was a tough call. But then all right, and then so last, uh, that would be the Cuba middle fingers, which, you know, Kevin's team. I think is better than what their record says they are. Raised at five and seven. Big, big potential loss with Ramondre Stevenson this week. I think he got carted off the field at one point. I don't know if he's going to like what the injury is, um, but I think he's expected to miss some time. But Tua. Ankle injury. Yeah. Tua has been having a pretty good, you know, season for him. And then even when he doesn't play Tua, he could play Gino. Gino has been playing fine, but like, Josh Jacobs, once Josh McDaniels left town, Josh Jacobs actually got pretty good. Um, started putting up some points. Yeah, he's been playing great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Kevin's team, he's got some good guys on here. It, it's not quite the old the crap team that it was in the past. I think it's he's got a real, he's got a chance. He still loves you, Kev. He still loves you. <laughs> yeah, I forget who sent it out, but I think it was Tim. Someone said, Is this like what it's like in your house when you're playing each other. I hate you. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Very funny. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested. It'll be a fun uh, next. Well, so let's talk about this. So next week is the last regular season week. So it really comes down to to next week. It really does. I mean, I think so other than Stav, who is, who's got this thing locked up, right. Um, Which, you know, one of the funny things about Stav's team is Lamar Jackson, right? Like Lamar Jackson really does not. What happened to Lamar Jackson? Yeah, he yeah, he's a quiet player. They don't hear a lot about him. Not a whole lot of highlights anymore. Well, in the last one, two, three, well, again, four, remember he five. went in like the eighth round in one of our other fantasy drafts or something. True, like that. true. No, I mean mm-hmm. the last five weeks, he's yeah scored less than twenty points in each of them. Yeah. You know, and Purdy is an interesting quarterback too. Like he, I, 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 do you, do you watch? I mean, assuming you watched all the San Francisco games that could, you could potentially watch. He, I don't know. There's something very weird about him, but also very calm. <laughs> and he, I don't know. It's interesting. I, you know, when I look at Daniel Jones, who um, stinks, but that's a whole other, you know, topic. We can come back to the Giants. Yeah. Um, but I look at, look at Daniel Jones. I look at Brock Purdy. To me, they're like similar in that they both are pocket people, and they should be pocket people. And Brock Purdy steps back. Now his offensive line is way better. Stands there, stands there, stands there, and just casually throws it to the guy. <laughs> yep, yep. Daniel Jones steps back and all over the place, and then doesn't make a read, and then confusion, and then intercept. Yep. So. Now, I mean, well, that's what I said to you about this guy in Washington, Sam Howell. Like, he doesn't run the ball; he just kind of stays in the pocket. Even though that's yeah. not like an offensive line, he just stays in the pocket, throws the ball. He's fine. Yeah, I think Brock Purdy. You know, if you said, "Well, will he play just as well outside of the San Francisco talent that they have?" I actually think he will. I mean, I think he's. I don't. I think he makes good choices. I yesterday I saw him throw a pass where he looked left, but that ball was going right. Look left, look left, boom, right. You know. Yeah. So. No, I, I, I join, I'm enjoying Brock Purdy. And not, he's getting stopped some points for sure. I mean, well, I think the biggest not... crime last season was that he, you know, what he blew his, his uh, elbow out, right? Yeah. In the in the championship game there. Yeah. Or not the champ, well, the NFC championship game. Yeah. Like that was the worst part because that game was destined to be great, you know. And yesterday yeah. they just showed how much more they could have beat them by, right? Like, yeah. Yep. 
Um, obviously it's a different season, different teams, blah, blah, blah. But like for the most part, that Eagles team is better than it was last year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. The They've Eagles got team, more playmakers. The Eagles team to me, I, I, I don't think it's great. I really don't think it's great. I, I don't know. I, I think it would be like if Andy Reed were in Philadelphia, I think the team would be great. I think this head coach is limits this team a little bit. I think his whole other, his whole persona and his whole ego yeah, what happened before the game? Else. They were like showing he was like in a fight with yeah, the was in 49ers. With, yeah, I mean, I just just I, I think he's holding this team back in a lot of ways. I th- I think I think the Eagles are very beatable. I think they're very, very beatable. And you saw that last night. Not only did they get beat last night, they got annihilated last night. I mean, nothing was stopping that San Francisco train from just coming through. And um, you know, I I, I think they're I think their egos got kind of big, anyways. I'm kind of going off on a tangent, NFL tangent right now. I mean, isn't the whole thing a tangent? <laughs> well, why we're on it then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the AI told me to say that. Oh, right. We've downloaded the them into our brains. Let's, you know, one of the AI things, can we, are we going to do that next? Or are we still talking about that? What are we doing? Oh now? yeah, we should. We, <laughs> see, this is the thing. We said we were just going to wing it because it's been so long yeah. and coming in with a plan would just be stupid. But then we were like, Listen, oh, we could do this, 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 and this. And then we forgot. I want to talk about this AI thing that, that Matt posted, right? And one of them was like uh, League History Chronicles. I think that was like one of the things. <laughs> the League is, I feel like if we, if we create a segment that's called the League History Chronicles, yeah. Like we need, we definitely need like a cut in theme song, like League <laughs> History Chronicle. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do it now because it's like, like every time you do something, you say something, you do it. <laughs> well, it's like it's like the the uh, yeah the real men of genius from Budweiser, right? Like you need the real <laughs> men League of Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, one of the things it says is, and it was around the forty five minute mark that the the show went off the rails. And and then they were never heard from again. (laughs) Well, we're you know we're sort of on that track right now. They attempted they attempted a comeback. It went horribly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, take a trip down memory lane by visiting memorable moments. So I was just thinking about that a little bit, and obviously it's moments and trades and upsets for best, but. Because it's the holiday season, do you remember when we first started airing it out and we did this in my living room? And the and fireside the chat. Cheers <laughs> and the fireside chat. We should probably, I got to go back to that episode at some point in time and see, because I think that'd be really fun to, to go back and look at. See, now, the, the, what I should have done in hindsight is over this eight week hiatus, is I should have gone back and done like, you know, like when podcasts go off for a week because they don't record <laughs> yeah, but then yeah, they go and yeah. like do like a compilation of their greatest Those segments hits. Yeah, yeah i should I should have done that you know as filler yeah, yeah. i feel Dude, like i don't know the, how you uh, have the, the time to go to use the restroom i don't understand <laughs> i don't get it I well i mean it. so that that was a golden one i have to say the winnie the pooh outfit one was <laughs> winnie the, i mean winnie the pooh was I mean, it was epic like, um, uh the uh the new sheriff in town song uh oh yeah the... no i th- i think see this is the problem we we really peaked in season four <laughs> we really did we and, ran out of steam after we, that. we were like how can we possibly yeah. top this and... i know all of our talent all of our agents all went away they all, all of our staff went away to other big time shows and <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, we got poached they all got poached they all... <laughs> yeah you know it's, it's just it, yeah. it's really a bummer um, i mean and i've said this to you offline mostly but like matt matt should be on airing it out this guy he should be running airing it out this guy is he, matt you are in i love your effort into all of this like this the uh, who sits around? Uh, let's just you're in week. Let's say this was like week nine. Maybe, maybe it was ten or eleven. That he sent. He posted this thing. Maybe it was sooner. But anyways, he's sitting around. He's like, "Hey, let me just throw this into Chat GPT. Like, where? Like, how did that get there? <laughs> well, I'd I'll like say to this: know the the process. Matt runs a league himself. I, I think that's kind of one of the nice things about this league is the guys all tend to run their own. There's a bunch of us that run our yeah. own leagues. So like everybody's committed. Like I I'm also in this other league. Like, I think I told you like I, last second I got asked to be in this Yahoo league. Yeah. And by the way, I hate the Yahoo platform. It's just garbage. Um, but, uh, no ESPN didn't pay me to say that. Cause I also think the ESPN platform's garbage, but, um, <laughs> the, like having people who play and actually care about, it makes all the world of difference. And fantasy football, right? And in Patrick's league, there's a guy like literally teams are like fighting to make the playoffs right now, and a guy just didn't update his roster at all this week. 
and gives like a free yeah. easy win to someone. And it's like, well, yeah. and then like the league calls him out on it. And then like later he's like, eh, you know, like, yeah, you know, that's yeah. not, it's not great. Cause then you're handing someone a win or anything like that. that just doesn't happen here, which is so great. But, um, so of the things that AI suggested, ChatGPT suggested we should do a weekly matchup preview. We already do that. That's yep. that's pretty much. So we're smarter than AI. I'm taking that as a as a win for us. <laughs> One that they did suggest, which is kind of fun, is Trash Talk Thursday. Create a lighthearted segment where league members can engage in friendly banter and trash talk leading up to game day. Share the best and most creative trash talk submissions from league members, fostering a sense of camaraderie and competition within the airing it out community. And camaraderie is a hard word. <laughs> uh, two things. One, not only is camaraderie there, triumvirate is now in the official ESPN uh, vocabulary. Thanks. Yes, thanks I think because thanks yeah. to me. Um, I think you're right. It's because of me. Uh, and then I'm taking that as my ego. Um, secondly, this presumes we having an airing it out community. <laughs> Define community. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's growing. I mean, we got like the neighbors, uh, and oh, then Tim's co well, the That's neighbor. the community. The neighbor, yeah. Tim and whoever Tim, Caitlin definitely is number one fan. I'm not gonna lie. She's yeah, she's yeah. up there on there. So she'd probably be in the trash talk Thursday, I guess, community. Well, so this is how we could get some other people involved. The manager spotlight. Yep. Feature one airing it out league manager each episode, discuss their team, strategies, and recent performances. It not only provides a chance for managers to showcase their skills, but also allows others to learn from different approaches within the league. Mm. Yeah, so instead of just listening to us two idiots who know absolutely everything about nothing football, absolutely nothing about everything football. <laughs> yeah, What's our tagline? It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it changed. <laughs> yeah. um, two yes, guys who occasionally show up and somewhat know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh well, we, I mean, we do some manager spotlights. We brought some people on before. We have, but we can make that more of a recurring yeah, segment. I like weekly, the history of Chronicles. I like Weekly waiver wire wonders. Highlight we potential waiver wire gems that could make a significant impact in the upcoming weeks. Discuss players who might be flying under the radar and could have a valuable addition to airing it out rosters. <laughs> the that, league is not called airing it out. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that there's that many waiver wire players out there. Yeah, not anymore. Yeah, there's very few. That that's so, and that's the goal of the Houston dynasty. was really the this year's uh, waiver wire team. Right. Next this segment right. is especially useful for league members looking to gain an edge through strategic waiver wire pickups. I got to tell you right now, if you're looking to gain an edge by listening to us, yeah, you've lost your edge already. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly me, but you you do you have at least some street credibility. I'm usually in last place or third to last or fifth. To last. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting at a solid seven and five. Don't listen well, to me. Yeah, with the most points for hey, so you know, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. Well, <laughs> those are fun. Well, if a AIO wants to replace us, I mean, if AI AIO wants to replace AI us, AIO, <laughs> maybe we should make an episode where it's all AI. I think Tom recommended this. I think Tom had a somebody at his work once, like, uh, like a seaboard level person gave a talk to the whole company, but it wasn't him, it was like AI. It was an AI generated version of him or something yeah. and gave the talk. And then he came out and was like, yeah, and that was AI. Like, maybe we should see if like, what if this is AI? What if this yeah. isn't actually Jeff and Dave? What if this, what if we're in the matrix right now? What do you think? Maybe next year I let AI play my team. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I think that's against the rules. Ooh, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I, see that in the I will say this. I, I think, I think um, analytics are starting to creep their way into this league. Uh, Matt asked me to make the league public so that he could use some sort of tool to analyze the team. I forget what he said it was called, <laughs> but it was, it was something. Let me see. I mean, for the, for the sake of like competitive fairness, now that so I brought it up. Extra. So he said, David, could you make this league public? Cause I, I got some, some cheating I got to do. That's basically what he said, but like not in those exact <laughs> words. It was more like, could you make it public? Because I'd like, oh, it's called dynasty daddy. Oh, <laughs> he, you know what? Actually, well, maybe he wasn't talking about fantasy. Yeah, I want to reread that. <laughs> <laughs> he said it lets you pull in rankings from a variety of sources and do power rankings slash trade findings slash etc. And I responded, "Who's your dynasty daddy?" <laughs> and then I also said, "Sadly, I think Stav is my dynasty daddy." <laughs> <laughs> 
That's probably actually that is true. That is true. That's not I'm, even funny. That's just true. I'm definitely Stav's dynasty baby. Yeah. Quite honestly, Stav, I mean, you know, historically he's a, he is a dynasty in his own right from this in this league, you know. Yeah, well, Stav Stav doesn't need that. Like Stav doesn't need that. <laughs> the need was, he doesn't need any extra ego support uh, there. He doesn't need. Well, that. I mean, I mean, if we look at Stav's record for you know last you know however long this thing's, been, I mean, I think he's, he's probably the number one team, if not two. I mean, he's right up there. It's got to be in terms of wins. It's true. He is up there. It's not. I mean, fair. I think I think he started out when he he had Lamar Jackson that first year, and it was just sort of lit everything up. And then you know now he's still kind of riding high on them, but also maybe um, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, and I traded him Christian McCaffrey because I'm an idiot. Yeah. She's yeah. like Rashad White will probably be the next Christian McCaffrey. Just watch. <laughs> Why can't you trade these people to me? I think you traded me Christian McCaffrey. Or was that a different league? No, I could not have been. No way. Really? Hang on. Awesome. There was a hang on. How are you gonna get that so quickly? You're gonna yep, look that up. You did. You traded me in 2018, the first pick. I I sent you the first pick of the 2018 draft, Blau Powell. Wow. And I don't even know who this is. Something Perkins. Who could that have been? Wow. Perkins, wow. was that a Jets running back? Perkins. I don't know. I don't know. I, I honestly don't even know who that player is, but let's, for Christian McCaffrey. Did he play in the Giants? He might have. It was literally so Bilal uh, Perkins, just as Perkins. So Bilal Powell, Perkins, and the 2018 Drew pick one for Christian McCaffrey and Sterling Shepard. Wow. And then I traded in the same year, I traded Christian McCaffrey to Stavros for Zach Ertz and his 2018 uh, pick, pick number two. It was Paul Perkins, I think. Paul That's Perkins it. is a basketball player. I don't know. He played. He played, he played for. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he was a football. He was a, Giants, he was a yeah, running he was back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fifth round. Yeah. He looks like Larry Fitzgerald. Wow, what am I, an idiot! I could have won this league. <laughs> what the hell? I picked Christian McCaffrey and I let him go. <laughs> what am I, an idiot? I think he was your number one pick of the first year. He was your number one pick overall. I I picked Derrick Henry. You would pick Christian McCaffrey. And then when we were talking about the trade, you were like, I need a number one pick back. And so then I did that and gave you Bilal Powell for some reason. I think Bilal Powell was like supposed to be the next big thing for the Jets yeah. when we traded. I don't either way. So really, you and I should not be hosting this show. We both had Christian McCaffrey on our teams. Wow. I'm embarrassed. I, I'm embarrassed for us. We should end this. We should just end this now. This is why we go away for two months. <laughs> We're, I know. We should never do this again. Um, I guess that's now I'm just why. sad. Now I'm just sad. I actually, yeah, my, actually, I have some emotion. I have some emotional feels behind it. <laughs> this really is, a, you're almost as emotional as when you learned that we could have had, um, what's his name that the Rams had Andrew. Uh, oh yeah. Sure. From the, the, the guard. Yeah. 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 Who's I now on just... NFL network. I know. I'm still very sad about this. I know you could have been a giant. It's actually fun on the NFL feature. network. It is fun. I actually like their their uh, booth. All right, so let's that's just. A, there's a league history chronicle right there. Yeah, that is that is that was like that was the hey, deep told... archives of league history chronicles. <laughs> All right, listen. We got, what's next? What All right, so we... I was gonna say, well, what, let's just figure out where we're gonna be after this week. So right now, it's looking like after this week, the Mansfield Tims will be at eight and five. So Stav is at the top. Mansfield Sims will be at eight and five. Yep. The team Penna is looking like an outside chance to lose, uh, or sorry, has an outside chance to win, but is losing right now. So it looks like, and no luck literally is winning by 17 points, but with some good players, three players to play for Patrick. I, I'm thinking that's a good chance for Patrick to win. So let's assume Patrick wins. Let's assume Penna loses. That would put me and Ray as, tied for second place currently yeah yeah going into next week just trying to get the kind of bearings of where we are for for yeah, talking about yeah. next week's matchup the uh goodwill punting are losing cuca middle fingers are winning that puts us six and seven um so davis square hipsters potentially what win puts... they would be at four and nine they're, they're they're still eliminated so that doesn't matter they're so we're not going to talk about matter. them 
Um, KGB loses. That doesn't matter. Yeah. They're gonna, but it um, puts Girl Dead at seven and six, and it puts me at six and seven, and Goodwill Punting six and seven. So there'll be three of us at six and seven, including Kevin. Girl Dad, seven and six. Girl Dad and, and Penna at seven and six. And then there would be what's Penna doing right now? He's winning. Penna's Penna's losing. So if Penna loses so and Girl and Dad six. wins, he and Girl Dad would be tied at seven and six so for that's third. An interesting moment right there. Wow. And then so okay, so that would be the top four team five teams. So really, it's you, Kevin, and Tom playing for the last spot in the playoffs. Yeah. Three three teams going in. All right. So let's now let's look at what's happening next week. All right, scoreboard next week. Yeah, week four. All right. So team Penn is playing the Mansfield Tims. That actually could that could actually end up being so, meaningful because if yeah. Penna won, t- Penna beats me, and who is Nolak literally is playing KGB. So if both Ray and I lost, Penna could slide his way up to the number two seat potentially, yeah. and so could Girl Dad, and he's playing the Davis Square Hipsters. So I think it's probably not to say it's safe to say. I think yeah. the teams likely in the playoffs are going to be Penna, me, Ray. Patrick and Stav. Yeah. I think those five are very likely to be in after this week. And then so looking me, at the matchups Kevin this week. And Tom. You, Kevin, and Tom, and, and you and Kevin, and Kevin play each playing other. each other. Yep. And Tom takes on Stav. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come down to Jeff and Kevin. <laughs> wow, that's really interesting. Wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy. <laughs> Wowza. Oof. (laughs) Oof. All right. So, you know, just for the sake of time, I think we only need to really break down the Upstate Masters and Cuga Middle Fingers next week because the rest of this really doesn't matter that much. Um, I mean, it does, but the other teams, it's not really consequential one way or the other. It's like teams are in the playoffs or they're not for the most part. Obviously, like surprising losses would have um, some effect, but I think this is the most consequential team well, actually, let's let's quickly look and just see how does the Goodwill Punting look matched up against the Stav? Oh no, no, let's not let's not look. It's too ugly. <laughs> uh, not even comparison. <laughs> He's not uh, currently without updating rosters. <laughs> Boston Gangstop are thirty-five point favorites over thirty-five and a half point favorites over the uh, Goodwill Punting. The only place he has an advantage is Fred Warner at linebacker. Nick Bosa defensive line and the Cowboys defense and his kicker because Tom always drafts kickers well. All right, but back to the real interesting game. The upstate match Cuga Middle Fingers. Now we already talked about this at the beginning of the show. Cuga Middle Fingers is winning. So actually you have to win this regardless, Jeff, because yeah. you're 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 losing yeah. in the record season record form. Correct. Yep. All right. So we got Patrick Mahomes against Tua. Tua's going up against Tennessee. Patrick Mahomes is going up against Buffalo. Not a great matchup for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. In fact, actually, yeah, no, it, yeah, no, it's not. But it's home. So maybe that's helpful. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I feel and like I, everyone I, at gets some hurt. Point, at I feel like at some point Kansas City's got to do something better with this offense. Otherwise, they're just we'll pack it in for next year. This yeah. is this is hard to do this week because I mean Mondre Stevenson is hurt, so he'll be. Well, out. I mean, we can. I think we'll. He, yeah, he'll probably will play Josh Jacobs, right? Yeah, Josh Jacobs is on the bye. He's probably coming back in, right? So assume that's Josh Jacobs versus James Conner. I'm still taking Josh Jacobs. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah me too. I'll, James Conner's actually. I think he had twenty something points this week. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs um, versus Zach Moss is interesting. Yeah. Um, Zach Moss I'll didn't you, do that much today or yesterday. I'll tell you, James Conner. Isn't he that guy? He's a that quarter that running back is he can be very nasty, very hard to tackle, very, um, very Derrick Henry like, just his big, massive body coming through at you. He is a big guy, <laughs> yeah. Um, not quite as Jameer Gibbs. I don't know. I mean, Zach Moss, Jameer Gibbs. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor comes back, maybe not, but Jameer Gibbs, I he, he's unknown. He just you don't know what you're gonna get. I think they said Jonathan Taylor won't be back this week. I think they said he would be out for at least two games. So, um, Jameer Gibbs, I think, is a pretty. I think you got the matchup there. Noah Brown versus Cooper Cup. Well, Noah Brown, I think, it increases in value with uh, Tank Dell being hurt now. Yeah. Um, maybe you play some D- 
different people here, yeah, right? You've got different there. And there yeah, yeah, you've got some decent options down there. Maybe you put a James yeah. Cook in there. Maybe you don't. Right. Since you hate James Cook, apparently. I, I mean, I will definitely play James Cook, but you know, he's just unpredictable. Yep. And also, I mean, Garrett Wilson. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Well, Van Rogers comes back. Yeah, if he comes back, but now they got <laughs> you know now they're playing their fourth string quarterback. I think Kevin probably doesn't play Devontae Parker. He probably play, plays someone like Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Or even Juju. I think Juju had a better game than Devontae Parker did. Jerry Judy also sucks. Uh, oh, yeah, he well. does. Tight oh, end-wise, Jake Ferguson versus Luke. Well, Luke Musgrave's on IR. You got yeah. to gotta take that. Even oh, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram, yeah. Yeah. All right. Another, well, you know. Another this, one that's... Well, you did pick up Kate yeah. Otten, which has been interesting this year. Yeah. Inconsistent, but interesting. Yep. Also, don't become a Green Bay uh, tight end. Apparently, they're all on IR. That's <laughs> great. Oh wait, how is he on IR and in your roster? Very confusing. Oh, that's just injuries. It's not your yeah, IR. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got it. Well, I think this is gonna be close. Yeah, I think it is too. I really do. Um, this will yeah. be the matchup to watch. That'd be kind of fun, huh? And actually, it'll be really fun. I, Kevin and I will probably text back and forth a little bit too. Yeah. yeah just remember, that's your like paint expert. So if you if you piss him off, he's gonna tell you to do the wrong thing. All of a sudden, you'll be like stripping the paint off when you mean mean to be putting it on. <laughs> Kevin's my he's my spirit hero, animal. I don't know what's the words. <laughs> none of those. None of those are right. <laughs> I, I'm a huge Kevin Drew fan. Was way back. He's he's your paint guru. He's my paint guru. He's my he's my everything. <laughs> guru Saj. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, yeah. No, that'd be good. This is gonna be a good matchup. Cool. So, I, actually, that was a great breakdown right there. I think I think that'll be good. All right. So yeah. I mean, I think. Well, we can probably leave it there, and then we'll see you guys in like eight weeks. We'll see you next season. We're airing it out. <laughs> season seven. Season six? six whatever. Seven. It is. We're just skipping season, season six. Well, we, we pretty much have at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, you know, I think uh we'll try to do this during the playoffs. It's always fun to do this during the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs sure. a little bit more fun too. Yeah. And if, we you know, this will be this. I think when people hear this one, they're gonna be like, whoa, exciting. <laughs> And this, then they're gonna listen to it, and it's gonna be like a letdown week. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, exciting. <laughs> Uh, oh. hey we did a thing um we did a we thing. did it i know i know and actually to be honest with you i mean we we've been pretty busy i this is like the first i've seen or talked to you generally i mean you know we little bits and pieces here and there but man we we're not you know we we're not great right now we planned a reunion i like submitted 400 grants yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you are the grant Declan's, i think the last time we really chatted like Declan had just taken his first steps and now he's yeah. like running around the house yeah, you got to foolproof everything. Oh my god, it's 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 mayhem. Yeah, mayhem. <laughs> just constantly like, no, don't eat that. No, put that away. No, don't touch that. No. Ah, ah. <laughs> but he did. Uh, uh, he, I got a, a kiss for the first time yesterday. You what? A kiss for the first time. Oh, that's he, like, nice. Gave me a kiss on the cheek. That's nice. I like called him and he just went. Whoop. I was like, oh, that was like weird. He just and they did it like two more times. I was like, oh no, he's actually. It wasn't trying to bite me, which is a that's an improvement. <laughs> um what else has he done lately i don't know he's like basically a toddler now like a real full-blown toddler oh that's impressive. Yeah, the last time we recorded he was like just out of the womb i think so <laughs> that's probably right he certainly wasn't maybe he was just walking right he may so, not have yeah. even been conceived the last time we uh <laughs> all right let's not get crazy it's been that long <laughs> all right well i guess we'll let everybody get back to work even though i'm sure they're so excited to hear our voices once again <laughs> Woo -hoo! Woo -hoo! um all right well we look forward to uh bringing some more episodes before the season does end uh dave this was very fun and so uh we wish everybody a happy uh i guess second to last week here but actually going into the last week here so it's a weird time frame <laughs> so. i think you're gonna wish everybody a happy um Halloween, a happy Halloween. Thanksgiving, <laughs> happy Veterans Day, all the holidays we miss. All the holidays. <laughs> um, all right, until next time, everybody, we'll see you later.
Should we just like <laughs> jump right into it? Like, and we're back. We'll figure hey, it out I, on the fly. We'll figure I it thought, out. On the you fly. know, I thought about it. I was like, we should just go with it. Like, I think we just wing it. <clears throat> let's see what we come up with. Well, let's do it. <laughs> is it time? It is time. Get this one in. A little Simba. Simba. It is time. It is time. Uh, and we are back. <laughs> We're back and gassier than ever. I don't really have an opening here. I gotta, I, I've been thinking on one this morning, but it's not really developing in my mind. We're not so, dead. <laughs> and we are back. <laughs> Despite popular opinion, we're not dead. <laughs> we're good. It is time. It is, it is time. All right. Simply, it is time. It's good old right. Rafiki. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, does this microphone even still work? This thing on? This thing on? Nope. Nope. Can you hear me now? Um. All right. Oh, Mark. 